Thanks, everybody. Um, just uh, in terms of this presentation, I believe we've, we've got 20 minutes session and then obviously 20 minutes for questions and we are running a bit late today. So um, I'm just going to keep it top level. The presentation actually follows quite nicely on from Marcos. If you guys were in the previous session, um, it follows quite nicely on, on top of that in terms of uh, big data, automation, etc., etc. Um, the other point to remember is uh, because we have such a short and limited time in this presentation, you may want to check the schedule uh, for Friday's session, which is actually a master uh, class on production. And that will be the one to pull out the very uh, detailed uh, discussion around this topic. Uh, with me is Bafana. Uh, Bafana works uh, in our studios at Radio Heads um, in production on a day-to-day -day basis. And I'm the sales director at Radio Heads. So just a quick introduction. Uh, who is Radioheads and what do we do for any of those of you out there that don't know uh, who we are? So we specialize in programming and content marketing integration strategies on radio, consult with marketers and agencies on the radio elements uh, of their content marketing campaigns and with radio stations on programming, imaging uh, and audience cue builders. Um, no medium is used in isolation and Radioheads uses on-the-ground activations through the social media, mobile, digital platforms to leverage campaign objectives and content integration where needed. We also offer a full turnkey solution from production through to manage content integrated um, campaigns, concept radio, tactical radio, integrated real-time app radio, syndicated radio shows, radio dramas, and the capability to broadcast from just about any location on the move uh, worldwide. So just before we, we jump into the next slide, I, I guess the question is to try and gauge what audience we have in front of us. So how many of you are actively working with production on a day-to-day -day basis, just by show of hands? So it's a good number of, of, of you. Um, what, what does a radio commercials content producer do? Um, in terms of that, I'm looking for general day-to-day -day role and responsibilities, production elements generally supplied, resources, skills, uh, and deadlines. Is anybody in the audience that can offer some, some context in terms of the day-to-day -day, uh, job in, in radio production? I'll turn to Bafana. <coughs> Bafana, maybe you can give us a bit of So looking at uh, the slide here, basically you're asking yourself, this is something that we do usually every day, day-to-day -day roles, responsibilities, what the deadline is, the brief is. But the bigger picture is now, if we have a 30-second generic, for example, how are we making that more context-wise? Are we just sticking to just making something that's every day? Just add sound effects, volume, get a deadline. Is that, is that what we're looking for? But no, we have to look in the future now. What are elements used to build up a nice campaign to give 30 seconds of great things? It may be voice notes. It may be how we present the generic. Or are we asking for more time on radio to bring more content to the stage? Um, cool. Um, so I picked up a bit of a definition uh, on the web, um, and you'll see that there's actually multiple roles to uh, somebody working in the production uh, space. Commercials uh, producers uh, create radio advertising response to client briefs and station promos uh, for radio stations. This brings together high-level radio production skills with an understanding of creative potential of radio and audio content to market and sell products and services. Uh, radio commercial producers may manage client briefings, generate and pitch ideas, write scripts or work with writers. They may cast actors or voiceovers, select music and organize and run recording sessions and also edit and produce finished commercials 
and other advertising material. They produce trailers or promos to client-sponsored events or competitions um, or to build the station brand and promote uh, the station itself. They need to work closely with colleagues involved in sales and marketing, sponsorship and promotion, as well as programming to ensure the audience and the client expectations are met and that revenue is maximized. So that pretty much sums up the role and responsibility you have in the production element uh, at the radio station or at an agency. Um, but as you can see, there's multiple roles. Um, and the idea is to try and grow within the environment. Um, and the reason you want to grow within the environment is because with all of those skills that you've gathered along the way, you can have a bigger input in terms of production on a campaign and the campaign elements that follow. Um, some of the textbook basics, which we already know, um, you know, the, these you'll, you'll look up, you'll find in a textbook. Um, know the audience and understand who is listening to your ad. Um, very important in terms of uh, also understanding the radio station and the presenter. Um, you want to grab attention by starting strong. There's a seven second rule, which says if you don't grab a uh, listener's attention uh, within the first seven seconds, your ad is generally going to turn to wallpaper um, and they're going to miss it. So it needs to stand out. You use a great voiceover uh, to convey the right message and resonate with the audience. Um, and that also goes back to the first line, which is all about your station research, your, your product research, etc. Always test your advertisements to get the best results. So a lot of times in this creative space, uh, we'll come up with an idea or a concept, but it's very important to test that idea or concept or principle against market research, what we can find in the marketplace. As well as also perhaps on air, create two sets of generics um, and make sure that you build in a measurement criteria uh, in those generics so that when you're rotating the two on air, you can see which is working better for you and obviously uh, edit the rotation as you're going along um, to maximize the opportunity. Um, and then lastly, finish with a strong call to action uh, to strike when the listener is motivated. Um, so once you've done that strong intro, you've got their attention and uh, you're busy telling them the story, it's important to obviously get that call to action uh, quite strong at the end. But I mean that's now. That's radio production, content production at the moment. What does the future hold for us? Where is this industry going? What are the skill sets that are required for the future? And I think that's the pressing question at the moment. If you listen to Marco's uh, um, presentation earlier, he was talking about building a digital system that would be able to build profiles of people and an understanding of individuals out there from your engagements on radio stations. Um, and what's driving the world today is automation. Um, a lot of automation and artificial intelligence. Um, how many of you guys have, in the first instance, played around with Siri at some stage? Um, that, was, that was early sort of artificial intelligence. How many of you have know something called SmartThings by Samsung? Um, SmartThings by Samsung is actually a hub that you put in your house that links to all your latest devices in your house and you can control your house from the Internet of Things from your phone. Um, one layer above that, have anybody heard of Google Home? Google Home is now uh, artificial intel intelligence with voice recognition where uh, a device sits 
And literally it plugs into the internet and you can call up songs, you can call up facts, you can uh, get it to search, you can order a pizza, you can order an Uber, you can find the closest store to you. You can do a quiz with it. Um, and it can control your whole, home, your whole home through something like SmartThings Hub with Samsung. Um, so it's important to understand where we are in this industry and how fast it's moving. Um, and one step that Mark was, 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 was not sort of putting on the table is that it's, it's not entirely, um, it's not entirely uh, you know, a, a mystery to believe that the, the industry is going to move in this way. So if you can plug in all of this big data into a system that can drill down on profiles, engagement, um, uh, your demographics, uh, music, choice of music, uh, choice of voices, in the foreseeable future, somebody will come along and design a system that can easily replace a studio production scenario to create generic adverts. And I do believe it will come. Um, Google, a couple of years ago, went out there in the States and they actually created uh, a platform just like AdWords where you could go onto um, their Google platform and you could go and create a radio advert and buy your radio advert uh, on air immediately with your credit card. So those functional robotic things, if you like, will be replaced in the future. So where does it leave humans? Uh, Richard Branson was uh, released an article about two weeks ago saying that we may need to introduce a, a minimum ra uh, wage for humans <laughs> in the future. Tongue-in-cheek, but at some point in time, efficiencies are going to drive us to a point where humans have to find a place in this new world. Um, I'll, I'll move on to a little bit more about that, but I think just coming back to the context of your advert, um, the foundation of a great radio, of great radio is really no difference than what makes great advertising in other, any other medium. It starts with a brave, uh, original, compelling idea converted to fantastic writing. Storytelling spun from undeniable human truth that really resonates and connects with people on an emotional level, told simply. The best radio can really only work in radio. The best radio ideas were made for radio. They harness the power of audio and bring the listener in so that the listener can really apply their own imagination to the experience. A little more on the topic that I raised just now was um, if any of you had been tracking, uh, the World Economic Forum is an annual general meeting held amongst the most powerful leaders in the world today uh, in Davos, Switzerland. And out of that, um, there's an actual white paper which you may need to, uh, I'd encourage you to go and read it talks about the fourth industrial revolution. Um, has anybody heard of it or engaged in, in, that, in that subject matter at, at any point in time? It's really, it's, it is a white paper, it's a lot, I can't cover too many of the details uh, in this presentation, but it's really worthwhile downloading and just getting an idea of where our, our world is moving in terms of this. So five years from now, basically the World Economic Forum brought this topic up two years ago. Um, so five years from now, over one-third of the skills, 35%, uh, that are considered imp important in today's workforce will have changed. By 2020, the fourth industrial revolution will have brought us advanced robot or robotics, autonomous transport, artificial intelligence, machine learning, advanced materials, biotechnology, and genomics. 
These developments will transform the way we live, the way we work. Some jobs will disappear, others will grow, and jobs that don't even exist today will become a commonplace. What is certain is that the future workforce will need to align its skill set to keep pace. Just a highlight to pull out of there. It's not all bad news. We sit in a place where we're very creative. And um, if you look at the 10 skills you need to thrive in the fourth industrial revolution in this white paper, um, if you look on the, on the diagram, I'm not sure if you can read it from where you're at, but uh, in 2015, uh, those 10 skill sets ranked in order from 1 to 10 were um, complex problem solving, coordinating with others, people management, critical thinking, negotiation, quality control, uh, service orientation, judgment and decision making, uh, active uh, listening, and last on the list was creativity. As we turn our attention towards 2020 from the reports that are coming out, the top 10 skills have now been mixed around. In fact, in third place is creativity. In top position is complex problem solving, followed by critical thinking, creative, uh, creativity, people management, coordinating with others, emotional intelligence, judgment and decision making, service orientation, negotiation and cognitive flexibility. Um, so in a nutshell, creativity will become one of the top three skills workers will need with the avalanche of new products, new technologies and new ways of working. Workers are going to have to become more creative in order to benefit from these changes. Robots may, be a, may help us to get where we want to be faster, but they can't be as creative as humans. And in brackets, yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think the, the charge is to, for, for us as individuals to not just uh, uh, work like robots. <laughs> In, in, the, in, in the production uh, spaces that we're at. We've constantly got to be looking at the inputs that are coming from the world in terms of technology, in terms of creative thinking, in terms of solutions and innovations. Um, and at Radioheads, we've had a wonderful opportunity over the past four years to think a little bit about how we can change the world. Because um, in this space, particularly the younger generations that are coming through, one thing is clear on their mind is they want to change the world. They want to, and, and media is the way to change the world. Um, and you can do a lot of good through media, and even through campaigns and station initiatives. Um, so in that space, uh, one of the campaigns we did <coughs> in 2015 was, uh, and I'm not sure how many people may have heard of that campaign, uh, was the Republic of Extra Cold with Castle Light. <coughs> and it was... One of those campaigns where we wanted to look at that audience in particular and see where we could pick up the best engagement, how we could reach them, how we could talk to them, because often they're misunderstood. Um, and if you don't understand an, uh, an audience and the way they communicate and the way that they think, sometimes it's best to get uh, user-generated content to sell their ideas back to, to, uh, to the audience. Um, so I'm just going to play you a little video uh, in terms of the campaign. It was, it was one of the first campaigns that was done on, on using a WhatsApp voice note recording response to a competition. Um, and that was 2015. Very quickly and after that, radio stations started to adopt WhatsApp uh, into their uh, stations. Before that, it was something called WeChat. Everybody was trying to get this WeChat thing going. But statistics and demographics uh, uh, that, that we had recorded or, or received or, fee or feedback through surveys, etc., had pointed to the fact that over 90% of Africans 
on the African continent use WhatsApp to communicate on a daily basis. So it's a very strong channel. Um, and it's more interactive than an SMS engagement. Can we play the video? Sorry, the volume. Can you guys hear that? To drive awareness of Castle Light's Republic of Extra Cold, as well as the Embassy event, make it engaging, impactful, and targeting future forwards, culminating in two mind-blowing events as the big prize. How do we achieve this? Take three great radio stations, Gagasi FM, YFM, and 5FM. Add their fun afternoon drive shows and ask the listeners to come up with the content for the show by making Castle Light the hero. How do listeners come up with the content? Give them a cool thing to talk or rap about. Ask them to use the easiest... <laughs> Sorry. ...public. Put it through a studio and make it sound awesome. Boom! Cool sounding pre-packaged content that has the right messaging. Easy, right? Not necessarily. You need to tell the listeners what you're looking for. Put this in a pre-promo. Have a page on the station's website. But what if that isn't enough? Let's leave that for later. Until then, use social media to up the ante and drive those entries. And wait for the first competition moment. When RJ hit the airwaves, the SMSs and entries on 5FM spiked. A freezing experience like never before. Presenting Castle like the Republic of Extra Cold, the island. But just to sum up, uh, the, what the video is trying to say is that we're trying to change how competitions go out. More engagement, more technology, more involved. Just to create a different generic, not doing something that we usually do, usually. The nice thing about this is that we got to grow the community through WhatsApp and creativity through people. WhatsApp, now we don't need to go in the studio now and have an advert done. You can easily just send a voice note. We take your voice note, we do something nice with it, send to a station. It's nice. It's communicating. Technology is involved. That's the whole bigger picture we're looking at now. I think us really has come in there in terms of creativity. We're trying to create an environment where we forever growing. It's not something that we used to. I mean, now we have to get a certain person to be at a certain venue to do a certain thing. We did a different campaign uh, last year in Savannah, where we had uh, Roger Good, uh, we had, we had Roger Good and More Flavor uh, broadcasting from the streets, which was new and creative. It's nice when you have a presenter right there in the streets. So basically, the bigger picture as us radio is that we like to take an idea, not just go to a deadline and say, okay, that's an idea, that's a voice, done. Let's look at it differently. What can we do differently to bring it more numbers, more creativity? So in that space, I believe uh, you have to look at where creativity was in 2015 and creativity where it is in 2020. I think that's the bigger picture and that's what we're looking at. So I think in summary, I'm sorry that video didn't play out uh, fully for you. We had a, a couple of technical errors there. But um, I think the big picture is, is to say, let's look at the world around us. Let's look at the inputs. Let's see how we can do uh, production a little differently. Our production <laughs> guys are very hands-on in terms of manning WhatsApp lines um, and engaging in that way. The technology that Bafana talks about is something that we pioneered uh, about a year, two, two years ago, 
which was mobile broadcasting, but true mobile broadcasting, not mobile broadcasting from a uh, mobile phone in the streets. Essentially what happened uh, with the Savannah hashtag got apples campaign, which happened uh, end of last year, is um, we managed to get Roger Good and Mo Flavor, the afternoon drive DJs on 5FM and Metro FM, to simultaneously walk around together on the streets of Johannesburg wirelessly um, with a listener to go and actively participate in the challenge. Um, and the great thing about it is both stations actually did the campaign at the same time. Um, so with a swap of the mic, you had Roger Good speaking on Metro FM and Mo Flavor on 5FM. And added to that, we actually did Facebook live streaming. So listeners could not only uh, uh, listen on air, but they were encouraged to actually go online and, and watch what the activities that were happening on the ground. Turned out that obviously it was uh, DJ against DJ, um, and Roger, got, uh, Roger Good lost, uh, lost the contest. So uh, his reward was um, an apple cream pie in the face by Mo Flavor, his rival DJ, uh, all live on Facebook streaming and live on air. Um, so radio is not a Boxton thing. Um, and I think if we're going to keep ahead of these robotic technologies and artificial intelligence technologies uh, that are linked to big data, we're going to have to reinvent the way we do things um, and keep reinventing. And that's a good picture. That's a healthy picture for radio because for too long now, too much production uh, has been put into TV. Um, and people are, they seem to accept the fact that we can, we can spend a lot of production on, on TV but then on radio, it's a quick and easy, a quick and nasty. Um, and I think the world needs to start to turn and realize that that personal relationship with radio, if done correctly, with great content ideas, with great storytelling, with, with wonderful production, um, can be more personal and more engaging uh, than TV. Uh, and obviously, the, the big factor in the millennial audience is they want honesty. And radio is very honest. It's an honest medium. And it ties beautifully in with digital, et cetera, et cetera. So I think uh, that kind of sums up our, our presentation today. If there's any questions from the floor, um, I'll be happy to take them. Questions. Cool. So I would suggest that go and have a look. Go into Google and go and look for uh, World Economic Forum, um, Fourth Industrial Revolution. Uh, go and download that white paper and give it a read. Give you some perspective. Fantastic. Thank you. Okay.